Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the good, bad, and ugly of business. I'm your host, Katherine Becker. It is my honor to share with you the most incredible woman that I've had the pleasure of meeting in the last couple of months. Her name is Leslie Taylor, and she is the owner of a crystal shop uh, called Mystical Charms in Conroe, Texas. She has recently had the good fortune of expanding into a wellness center, and I have been coming to see her um, almost on a weekly basis <laughs> because her healing techniques, the space that she's created within her shop are are that amazing and welcoming that it's something that's worth making busy time in your schedule. So welcome to the show, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, first off, everyone can probably know you have a bit of an accent. Um, please, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please tell us a little bit more about, about your background. Scotland. I'm from Scotland, Edinburgh to be um, exact. I traveled quite a bit. I graduated college as a nanny, but I've been involved in crystals all my life and healing all my life. Uh, traveled around Europe, uh, met my ex-husband in Greece. He was an American Navy. And in 1983, we moved over here, traveled a little bit around the country and ended up in Maryland, Fort Meade. And uh, time, time is just amazing. It, it took me back home for a little while where I opened up another shop. I had a shop going there for a bit. But then my daughter was getting a little older and I knew she wasn't quite ready for Scotland for the high school there because we go to high school at 12. So I decided I was going to invest in another business and that, that brought me here to Texas in well, 2004. Lucky for us. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I have had the pleasure of visiting Scotland this year and it is out of all the places I've had the good fortune to travel to the most magical place. Like I, you can just, or I could anyway, could just feel it in the air as being quite special. Do you think being raised there and being from there has part of, you know, your affinity and love for crystals and the mystical? Absolutely. Yeah. I remember as a, as a kid, just taking off and going to Oh, valleys, you know, little glens and seeing little fairy circles and picking up crystals. And, you know, the imagination runs wild. Uh, Scotland's got a lot of beautiful countryside, even in Edinburgh. You know, you can go five minutes from the city and end up in the most beautiful dells. And dells, I don't know if you know, they're called little areas behind housing areas where they've got rivers running through them and trees and bushes. And it's like you're in a different world five minutes from the city. So they're spread out all over, you know, all over in between the city and on the outskirts of Edinburgh. So it's really, really easy to get pulled into that magical space. You know, and I just, I never left that magical space. I think you, you take know, it with you, right? Yeah, yeah, I do. Knowing that there is more outside the, the box that we live in. You know, I recognize that as a kid that um, has really enhance my imagination going forward. Mm. So yeah, that's a well, lot. I'm, it's very magical. I'm glad to know what a dell is because there's um, a children's song, the farmer in the dell. Farmer in the dell. Yeah. And I just never knew what a dell was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if you did or not, but yeah, that's where I used to hang out quite a bit as a kid, one of the dells. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love it. I know. And maybe it's just my own journey into being more aware of this kind of thing, but it feels like there's been a real awakening in, in the general public of 
of crystals and, and the power they can hold. Has it always been that easy or have you seen a change? Oh, there's been a massive, time in business. Yeah. Uh, in Scotland, it's always been like that. You know, I mean, we've always had mystical shops around as, as far as I know. And um, as far as I've been involved in them in Scotland. But here, when I came in 2004, it was very closed off to the mystical side of crystals and the energy that they produce. 2020 brought that awakening, I think, with COVID. And most people were stuck at home. They couldn't really do anything, go anywhere. So the computers became their daily routine. And I think what happened with the kids getting involved in TikTok and all the other social media platforms, it opened up this whole new world to them. Because 2020, where it should have been a really bad year for businesses, after I closed my smaller shop and moved to the bigger one, we really had an amazing year. Just because people were looking for answers and they were looking for the crystals that they were trying to find that people were talking about. Um, so it did have a, a positive effect on business. You know, so I saw the amount of people that were coming in and it was massive. It was a, a huge transformation and people's attitudes towards crystals and the energy. That is fascinating to know. I had no idea that business increased for you mm -hmm. as a result of COVID. It did. It did. I was absolutely surprised. I mean, the one smaller shop that I had, I ended up having to close that because it was too small and I couldn't keep people safe when they came in. So moving into the bigger space actually offered more of an area and more safety for people to come. The, the social media, the Google reviews that we had up there, it just drew people in. So it was quite impressive what happened, the movement. So obviously you're a very smart and savvy businesswoman. You've been in business for a long time. And I think there's a conception or a misconception that people in the crystal mystical space, you know, they're woo woo, right? That they're heads in the clouds, you know, they don't really know what they're doing. So how have you been able to marry the two of having the, the business sense with the mystical sense? Sometimes it's impossible. People are going to have that attitude no matter what. But yes, I have been classified as a witch. <laughs> I have been classified as a few other things. But, you know, I try to teach people. And if I do get someone that is honestly coming to me with a question about because of where I'm at, the mystical charms. Does that mean that I'm a witch or am I bad or am I a demonic or whatever? I try to tell them no. You know, I mean, just think about it. I mean, I read the Bible. I was a born-again Christian for many, many years. And God did say that everything is on this planet for us to be healthy and live a good life. So I get a, a really, you know, it's, I don't understand why people can't see that. You know, that there is no harm in taking a crystal and feeling the energy. My God, the crystal, clear quartz crystal is now being used in the space shuttles. The quartz crystals have been used in computers as memory CPUs. They've run quartz watches for years. So I don't know how anybody can deny there is energy within crystals, which is within this earth that was given here to improve our health and benefit. So I try and explain it. I don't get angry with people, you know, when they come in because people really genuinely don't understand and they, they believe everything that they've heard. So I try to teach them. There are a few that will learn and they'll come back and they're fine. There is a few that just won't. And you can't do anything about that. Do you think it's more having to do just with the words using crystal versus gemstone versus rock? Do you mm -hmm. think part of that factors in? Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, mystical 
has a lot to do with it. People look at mystical and go, woo woo, <laughs> you said. But it's something that I don't want to change. That came to me back in 1999 when I was starting my other shop in Scotland. And it was like, okay, crystals, dragons, fairies. These are all the mystical things that I grew up around. You know, I was like, I love dragons. I love fairies. I love the hanging witches. I mean, because they were lovely. I mean, they're, they're beautiful things, the figurines. And so that was where I got my mystical from my mystical charms that have nothing to do with the other kind of woo-woo that people think it is. And so people have asked, well, why don't you just change the name? And I'm like, no, because that is where I got it from. And I do have a pesky cat that's trying to come in here. And my, I just sued my cat away. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just poo-poo. Come on. It's like they sensed each other. <laughs> yep, absolutely. <laughs> But no, I don't want to change the name. I did have another upset with that because of another word I put in. When I opened up the healing center, I had mystical term, spiritual healing center. Well, we actually had a gentleman come in and ask us if we believed in Jesus. And we're like, of course we believe in Jesus. And he said, well, I feel better now. But I don't know who he was. He just randomly walked in up the street. So I changed the name because the spiritual versus wellness, that doesn't have a an issue with me you know what I mean and if it makes people feel better me changing spiritual to wellness then I'll do that but as far as the other stuff no mystical did not come about because any woo woo it became my my thing because I lived in a fantasy world as a child and I wanted to keep it <laughs> my my eight-year-old daughter thinks she's part dragon so I I love it dragons and fairies will never go out and it will never go out in my mind that's really something that I truly believe in you know it's like just even if it's just the mystic side the metaphor side that you see in the movies you know that these are things that I love to watch so hey it's just not going to change <laughs> I, I love it well let's talk more about the the spiritual slash wellness center you know what were your what was your thought process leading up to to opening that because it, it opened recently it opened mm-hmm. in July yeah July of this year. It was almost a year and a half in the making, really. I I don't know if you your viewers will know what manifestation is, but I and here's a little bit of sadness that goes with that too, because for the last two and a half years, my brother was fighting cancer over in Scotland, and then my husband came down with cancer last year, and then my sister came down with this cancer but different and passed away very quickly but in my mind I had been thinking I have to get back to healing I have to get back to healing as a child I would heal with my hands before I even knew what it was just touching I didn't know anything about Reiki I didn't know anything about anything else at that time so something was just it kept telling me get back to doing your healing learn more about healing learn more about healing so I kind of manifested this in a way you know, it was like I wanted to get back to it so as if there was anything that I could do to help people that were going through any kind of trauma, where it came to losing a loved one or going through the same issues that I went through, knowing my sister and my brother were going to die and possibly my husband going to die. It kind of spurred me into wanting to know more and learn more about healing. So that's really what got me into it. And then all of a sudden, this place came up, the other business had been doing so well. So voila, here we are. What would you attribute? Is there, you know, a handful of things that you would attribute the success for the crystal shop? The people, 
honestly, our crystal shop is more than just a crystal shop. People come in and they talk. People that are going through the changes of the awakening, you know, a lot of them, they're, all of a sudden their empathy opens up and they can feel other people's energy so vivid that they think they're going crazy. And that's, that's an actual statement from people that have come in there. Some people come in crying. Some people come in depressed. They think they're going nuts in a way, you know, because they keep feeling everyone's energy around them. And then a lot of the times that is a true awakening. Because for people to actually become more spiritual, and I always attune it to walking out of the box, all of a sudden realizing that there's more to life than getting up every morning, going to school, going to work, coming home, eating dinner, going to bed, on on we go. Same routine every single day. When someone gets to that point and is like, is this all it is? Is this really all it is? That first step is taken outside the box. And now it's like they start to look for other things that are different. And it puts them on their journey. And as they're on that journey, one of the very first things that happens to people is they become more aware, aware of the people standing around them, the aware of the people in the grocery store. They become aware of the emotions that they're, they're exuding, you know, the vibrational field of people. I mean, because we all have it. I mean, that's reality. We all have a vibrational field. You can walk into a room and think, oh, I don't want to get near that person. Or, oh my God, that person's just full of life. I want to be over there. That's the vibrational field that people can feel. And so my business, it's open to all of these people. So we can help them transition through that really mad part of the awakening, help them either with crystals or just talking to them. You know, I've seen people come in there an absolute wreck, crying, depressed, and then the following week coming in and I don't even recognize them. You know, they're done up. They feel so much better. Just the fact that they know they're not crazy and other people have gone through this too can make a huge difference in somebody's life. So it's my customers. How do they find you? I mean, if they're they're feeling crazy, like how do they know where to come? Good question. Good question. Some of them are just crazy and, or they think they're crazy and they're driving past and they see my store and they come in. Other people say, I just needed to come here today. I saw you on Google and I wanted to come in. They're looking up, they're looking, they're searching, and all of a sudden, people have looked for me before or looked for crystal stores. I've never shown up. They didn't need to, to do it again. They look and up, I pop. So it's it's not an easy question to answer. People find us when they really need us, and I really, truly believe that. When it's their time to come in, they'll come in, and they'll always have a welcoming voice saying welcome. And, you know, if they are going through that kind of frenzy, We'll normally try and take them back and talk with them, you know, so as they don't upset other customers normally, because just in case, and every time it's worked, they've, they've, they've left a lot better and understanding themselves a little bit better. But I couldn't do it without my staff. Honestly, I couldn't. My staff are great. So it's such an interesting take on marketing and branding, right? I mean, so many people spend a lot of time and money to figure out how to bring people in, what are the right words to say? And it doesn't sound like that's something that you focus on. So no. for a business that maybe has more of that traditional thinking, are there any tips or advice that you could give them on how to maybe incorporate some of your techniques? Okay. All right. Well, maybe I can add, maybe I can answer that one <laughs> My attitude's always been is that there are people out there that are looking for what I offer. 
you know, and if I can just get enough information out there, they'll find me and they'll come. So if any other business, I mean, my business is a little unique because there are not a lot of businesses that do what we do, you know, as far as the crystal and the healing aspect of it. So people do look for us. And I kind of rely on that. Like my old landlord told me I should change my name because people wouldn't know what I was. And I'm like, oh, no, people that I want to come in the shop will know exactly what I am. You know, so I knew it. So for new businesses, your name becomes really important for what it is that you are trying to sell. You know, do your do your duty, do your homework, check to see who else is around you, how far away they are and try and find your niche. Find what it is that you can offer that is different from what your competition is offering. Once you've done that, they'll find you. When you put in your Google, make sure you put the keywords in that are unique, you know, unique to the visits. And then Google's another platform that I really don't fully understand that that webmaster does. And it's like if you put in the keywords that are, that are effective to your business, people will find them. We ask people, how did you find us? Oh, Google. Well, what did you put in? Oh, we put in crystal healing or wellness or Oh, gosh, now it's salt booths that they are starting to put in things, chaco beds, and you're finding as we're popping up on the Google thing. So, you know, find what is unique, the unique thing in your business and advertise it because people who are looking for that will look it up by the name. And that's people talk a lot that the riches are in the niches. Yeah, it's that niche. You got to find it. You know, once you've got it, go with it and don't don't give up on it you know do what it is that you feel is going to make you successful and if you really truly have the heart and you have the belief that it will then go with that just go forward and beat the odds that's what I say now if you're if you're obviously if you're a small business you're opening up and you're a CBD store or something where they're opening up all over the place you really have to have something unique so it's not going to branch out to businesses like that you have to be a little different, a little bit different. And I think that's wise advice for any industry. Yeah, I think so. But you could have come up with that yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So I am curious about sourcing for the crystals because that seems like that would be an important thing. You know, before knowing you and knowing your shop, for me personally, I would go to Amazon. So okay. yeah. how, how do you source your crystals and, and what should people look for? I mean, not everyone has the, the pleasure of being close to you. So where would they go and do you ship? <laughs> All right. That is also a very good question because right now we've got a lot of fakes out there in the market. Uh, China has managed to open factories, replicating crystals, good crystals like malachite and moldavite that are very hard to get. Well, harder to get and they're expensive so you have to be really careful and I'm not just saying this because I'm a a walk-in store I also have a website but you have to be really careful and you have to trust the suppliers the people that I buy from for instance even in my store in Scotland I would buy from some of the suppliers I work with still today my tumble stones for instance that's just the little crystals that you can put in bags and stuff most of my suppliers I've worked with since at least 2013, I've met them all personally. I've been introduced to them through other people, and I know they're ethically sourcing the crystals. That is really, really important to me. Integrity 
principles. Remember, these are really important for me. So I know where they're digging from, I know who they employ, and I know where they're coming from. The other larger size crystals, I would never trust buying online. I always go to the suppliers directly and I'll pick out my stones and bring them in because that mystical side of me, the energy side of me, I want to feel that every crystal that comes into my shop has good energy. I, I spend most of my life in my shop. I want to make sure it's good for me and for everybody else that comes in there. <laughs> so yeah, sourcing your crystals is very, very important. There's a lot of unethical crystal mining out there and that's not for me. I think I'd be devastated if I ever heard that people were dying to dig me up some Brazilian or Madagascar and amethyst or something. That's, oh, I'd be devastated. So yeah, it, it does become really, really important in knowing where these things are coming from. You, you've mentioned several times about, about your staff and, you know, talking about wanting good energy in your shop and how people come in with all sorts of, you know, different phases of, am I crazy? <laughs> so is there any training that you do for your staff or, or how do you foster that, that relationship? Okay. Now we're getting into the good, the bad and the ugly <laughs> because it's not being easy. I worked by myself for many, many years, just myself and my husband. 2021 was the first year I started to employ people over here. You know, I just had little part-timers come in, work, work on a 1099. The first girl I hired was wonderful. I mean, she would still be here if she didn't move to Philadelphia. She was absolutely wonderful. She had no knowledge about crystals, very, very little. So I had to teach her things about crystals. Same as what I've had to do with the girls that I have today. They, they've had some knowledge, but you just have to keep telling them more and more. And one of the things that makes that easier for them is we make out little cards, little papers. So every crystal has a paper. So when the customers come in, they can look at it and get an idea so the girls don't get stuck. You know, they can pick it up too and help them help get through it. Because there's a lot of details in that stuff. Plus, there's a lot of tiny, tiny little things that we have to price up individually for them. So they've learned. The girls that I have now are wonderful. I have gone through a couple of other girls. And it is very difficult because obviously when you're at an interview, they want to be the best person they can be. So... And I never look for the worst. I got to tell you, that's another thing that I don't do. I don't look for the worst in a person. I try to trust them and bring them in and then see how it develops. A um, couple of people that I've had in the past have turned out to be business wreckers. I mean, so if, if they were left there, my business would have completely bellied up, not just for the misinformation that we're giving customers, but for the dissension that we're causing between each other. So right now, I am extremely lucky and very blessed. The girls that I have worked in the crystal shop in here love their jobs. And there is nothing better than people that love their jobs. Uh, they put their heart and their soul into this. And honestly, I couldn't do it without them. So yeah, the girls get trained. I mean, most of the girls in here in the healing center, they're training me. <laughs> they've got their system set up. And it's like they've got it doing a lot better than I think I could have it done. So it's like they, they just, I let them go and it's like they do some wonderful things all on their own. They're very creative, managing everything. They're great. But they know I'm there if they need me. I'm bouncing back and forth all the time. The girls down at the crystal shop, they have learned to be empathetic and caring and compassionate with the customers when they come in. You know, that was kind of unusual for them to stand and see people just walking in the door crying and crying, I need help. But they've become very compassionate and understanding. So, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, how do you even put that in a, a job application? Like job descriptions include compassion, <laughs> empathy. <laughs> so you don't, you have to try and figure that out, you know, and teach them. And, and some are natural. They're very natural, you know, so it's, it's figuring them out really. Figuring well, out what the strengths and weaknesses are. And, it, and it's definitely an issue for many business owners right now on finding people, let alone finding good people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Do you think there's anything specific that you've done or do you think it was just luck? With the staff I have right now, I would say that there's a lot of luck involved in that. But also I let my gut instinct work with these I didn't have a job advertised when Brittany came on board. I went up and I asked her if she wanted a job. And little journey in here, she had actually come in one time before when I wasn't hiring. And then I'm like, no, but the second time I saw her, I'm like, I know exactly where I'll put you. And then my Ronnie girl, that was a different story too. And it was like one part of me, you know, I try not to judge. One part of me looked at her with a bald head and the tattoos and I'm thinking, oh, will she be a good fit? And I'm like, oh, yes, she will. It's our energy or her. And it's like, absolutely. And she's never failed me. So I let my gut instinct work with me on the ones I have now. And it sounds like you hired when you didn't have a position open. I did. I hired my two girls in here in the wellness center about a month and a half, almost two months before my position came apart here they they had nothing pretty much to do except for walk around the crystal shop for two months but I didn't want to lose them I knew they were going to be good for NPR and so I just hired them and kept them on and they learned a little bit about crystals as they walked around the crystal shop knowing that this was going to open and of course the beginning of this year when I signed the lease in April product was so hard to get I had the, the, the contractor ready but the installation, because I had to build up the rooms in here and they couldn't come across the wood. He couldn't get all the drywall. There was such a supply issue going, but we managed, you know, and that was another reason why it kept that little bit longer going. But here we are. Yeah. It's a lot of faith to hire before you're ready and yep. to be able to have payroll go out when it's not even open, not even sure it's going to work. Yeah, it definitely was faith. It was faith. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still holding on to that faith. The crystal shop, obviously, the last few months with the recession has uh, slowed sales down. There's no question. But the faith that I have that this place and the other store will still be successful is very high. So I just keep going and my girls keep going with me. We've made a few changes, not too many, but we'll be here, I hope, for the long haul. And of course, now we have construction right in front that has blocked my store completely off. But you have to go all the way up, turn around and come back down. To, so we'll see how we manage the this. It's a process. Well, Leslie, I really appreciate your time. I think there was an, some amazing learnings that can be taken from what you've done and what you've accomplished and applied to other industries and other business owners. Is there anything else that you would like to, to share that maybe we didn't discuss already? Hmm, I don't know. For new business owners, I guess, get your plan and stick to it. Be principled, have integrity, because one thing 
that customers can always see through is falsities. So if you have integrity and you're honest, they'll also see that. And that to me will bring more people back. You know, just being honest and being principled and have integrity. And I think they'll be successful. Well, I love it. Words to live by. I hope so. Yeah, I live by them. <laughs> well, Leslie, thank you so much. Um, I will put information for those local to um, the Montgomery County area and those in Houston, Texas, so that they can come to your shop. We'll also have your website up there if people would like to peruse there and find some amazing things. I have one last question Sure. and you might not be able to answer it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What's your favorite crystal? Uh, (laughs) Oh, let me see. I'm a porch crystal girl, clear quartz. I love my formations and the the inclusions that go into them and the energy that comes from. So just clear quartz is one of my biggest favorite, but I have hundreds of other ones. And what can someone expect to happen with clear quartz? The energy for one, very much healing. I've given quartz to people that have had arthritis in their hands and they've come back asking for more because it's helping them. They want to put it in both hands. So yeah, there's a lot of healing comes from quartz. The energy is is amazing. And I know some people will kind of go woo-woo again, but try it. That's what I'd say to people that are hesitant. Try it. I mean, if this is God's plan and God gave us everything that we need, why not the crystals? You know, yeah. they're so vibrant and energetic. So just try it. And I think that's a good lesson because how many things were weird before they weren't? Exactly. I've you always know? been weird, but hey. Well, and even like penicillin. Yes, everything. Everything we've gone through history with so far, it was all a study. It was weird. Women doctors, for instance. I mean, it was all weird. Nobody wanted to to embrace it until we know about it. Yeah, you're right. All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone. Thank you for listening. I hope you got some good tidbits from it, learned something, and at least have some more curiosity towards crystals that maybe you didn't have before. Thank you, Catherine. It's been a pleasure. All right. Thank you.